Welcome to 50 Shades of Shilamita, the podcast where nothing is off limits. As a multidimensional sovereign mom, partner, CEO, serial entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author, I am on a mission to help more women and men become fully embodied in their sovereignty and power so they can live their truth, speak it unapologetically, and live a life free from the matrix. Each week, I will bring you episodes that will awaken you, inspire you to think outside of the box, and step into the leader that you know that you are. The world needs more people who are walking their talk and unafraid to stand in their truth, and I'm here as your guide to help you do just that. Welcome to another episode of 50 Shades of Shilamita with your hostess, Shilamita. I am super excited for my guest today. She is a soul sister, a channel sister. She's a really incredible human being. Kyra Casey is the naked coach. She is a seven-figure business mentor, an author, and psychic, liberating women around the world in business, wealth, self-expression, and beyond. Please help me welcome Kyra to the show. <laughs> Hi, guys. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you here you. looking all like judged with your red <laughs> lip and bathrobe on. Like got that. out of the bath like five minutes before getting on this call. I love it. Sometimes I'm in the bath and I'm like, I'm just going to record from in here because it's just a really good place to be. It's just a vibe. It's, it's a the vibe. way to start a call. <laughs> so I wore this sweatshirt for you. It's called Unapologetically Dope. A Somebody that I met in one of my masterminds, this is her brand, but I put the sweatshirt on today because I'm like, when I think of Kyra, I think of Unapologetically Dope. <laughs> Like you, I love it. Like, I feel like it's perfect. <laughs> I know. You were just one of the coolest people I've ever known. Kyra and I have been in a mastermind together for like over a, a year. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah, like a year over and a year. half now. And we finally met in person in Tulum a few weeks ago. And I show up to lunch on day two and I turn <laughs> to look at the food and there's Kyra freaking topless. And I'm like, yeah, get it. And then by the end of the day, we were all topless. So I feel like you gave everybody permission, even the ones that were like uncomfortable with it. Cause you know, with 18 women, not yeah. everybody was comfortable with boobs at lunch, but yeah. I thought it was freaking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I mean, I was definitely unapologetic about it. Cause I didn't ask if anyone was comfortable. Like I just showed up naked. So, you know, yeah. So tell me like what this whole naked vibe is. Cause after that experience, you trademark the naked coach and this is now your brand and you freaking rock it. And I love it. Yeah. I mean, the whole inspiration by it, you know, I'm a very transparent person. And so in my business, there's never been this version of me that is one way that people see, right? Like I have shown up in all ways, whether I'm crying, I have makeup on, I don't have makeup on, whether I feel hot, whether I feel like not so hot, like it's always the naked truth that people get to see. And so there's no separation between what my clients see online and who they get in person. And so for me, it made sense because part of my mission is to have women who are you know, desire to make a lot of money to do that from a place of their authentic truth, really allowing like those layers of the naked, the naked coach, the naked truth of who they are 
to actually be present in the business that they're creating. Yeah, I think that's incredible. I actually just posted on Facebook a reminder. What other people think of you is none of your business. Yeah. And the people who do, you need to let them go because there's a world of gems out there who are going to love you for who you are and what you are. And I feel like you really represent that and you really embody that at this point. And you help other women to really you know, own that about themselves. And I just love that because I feel like, you know, this phase of my life is really stepping into who I am unapologetically. And I feel like a lot of my life I've hid myself or I've had to tone myself down or I've had to, you know, even this morning I posted a bunch of photos because I want to rebrand my book and like the opinions are coming in that there's like too much cleavage. And it's like interesting to see like where people's like mindset goes, you know, but I love living life not caring what other people think. Yeah. I don't have like, there's no such thing as too much, right? Like there in my world, there's no such thing as too much. There's no such thing as too much cleavage. There's no such thing as TMI. Like there's no such thing as being the fullest expression of yourself. Like what is, what even is that? So for me, it's like, I think with the naked coach and branding this and having this be, it's not just about me, right? Like this is a movement. And I have had a lot of people that are even in my current world as clients that have been triggered by this shift in a really powerful way. So it's kind of like, you know, the duality of anything. There's people that are activated by it and that love it. There's people that get triggered by it and they have an opportunity inside of that reflection to do some personal work. And then there's some people that are just not ready for this at all. And so, of course, like those will never be my people, your people. But in my world, there's no such thing as too much. Like I want more of you, not less. Yeah. And I love that what you said, like the the second thing was so powerful that it triggers you into doing the inner work. And I think that there's a lot of women and men out there that really don't understand that, right? They don't understand that when you feel some kind of trigger, some kind of activation, some kind of ill feeling that you can sit with that and you can let that upset you or make you angry or put you in a bad mood, or you can really sit with those feelings and ask the question, why is this trigger? me? What is this trying to show me? What is this trying to lead me to? Right? Yeah. 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 Always. Yeah. It's like the same thing with, with this book cover and, and the cleavage. Like I actually have people saying to me, well, you know, cause the book is called from food stamps to first class. So people are like, well, this photo makes me think that you slept your way to the top. And so what if you did not that what? you did, but who cares if you did? Like who even cares? And that's what I love about the world that we live in is that who really care, right? It's like, I'm in a mastermind right now with somebody who's making seven figures on OnlyFans and she owns the fact that she sells her sexuality. I know another woman in the online world who, I don't want to call her an escort because that's not what she calls herself. She doesn't actually have sex with the men, but she goes to lunch and gets paid or goes to coffee and gets paid. <laughs> Listen, when I was going through my first divorce at this moment, and I was like, what would it be like to get paid to go out to dinner with somebody? Like, I'm not into like being paid for sex. I've never done that. No judgment for anyone that has, but I did have a man. (laughs) I think he paid me like, I don't know, $300 to, and he took me to a really nice dinner just to be in my company. (laughs) And it was fantastic. It's freaking awesome. And like, People we didn't like, kiss. Oh. There was nothing physical. Like it was just, I want to pay for your time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
why not? Right. And yeah. if you look at it, if that was another woman who wanted to pick your brain about business or life or whatever else, that would be totally acceptable. But the <laughs> fact that it's a man makes there something be wrong with that, you know? Yeah. And it's just, I love being in this world where we get to just be ourselves. And it's like, so what if you want to sell yourself for sex or so what if you want to sell your time for money or like, just so what if you want to be topless at lunch? It's like, <laughs> live in a free world supposedly right we're supposed to be free but yet there's all of these constructs and there's all of these like there's there's shaming but there's also like right and wrong and so and I think especially amongst women you know this is what was so powerful about us meeting in Tulum it was like 18 women with different energies different opinions and yet the cohesiveness and the support and the love was so present during that time. And I remember I was um, I was at a workout class one time and this girl came in with like these tight white shorts that were completely up her ass. She looked phenomenal. And I was like, damn. And I saw this group of women kind of turn their head, look at her. And they're like, really? She's wearing that here? And I walked up and I was like, what's wrong with what she's wearing? Like she looks fucking hot, but there's, I feel like when people are triggered or they feel like it's too much, it's too much cleavage. It's this, it's that. It's like, I find that that just tends to come from a place of being insecure and or uncomfortable with self. Right. Totally. It's all about the self. And that's why I think it's important to do shows like this, where people get to listen to real human beings like us who are successful in life. And the reason why we've gotten to this level of success and are having such a great time is because we let people live and be free and be themselves. And it's a really important part of this journey. It's like, that's the difference between being happy and being miserable, right? It's the ones that are miserable. They're not really fully expressing themselves. And we came here for full expression, but people get lost along the way because we try to fit in with the everyday crowd or the PTA moms or, you know, the housewives and you're, you're not going to fit in if you were meant to stand out. Yeah. And it's like, that reminds me of like all the times where I was either running a program or I was live, or I had sent out, I remember one time I sent out like this email blast. I had like, I don't know, a list of like 7,000 people. And I was doing a program called the unreasonable woman. And I had on this white, like blouse with nothing underneath it. So there was like pretty much a ton of cleavage showing. And this woman sent an email back and she basically was like, I don't know who does your marketing, but you need to fire them immediately. This is so unprofessional. I don't know how you're making any money. There's no, and at that point, like I already had a multiple six figure business. And so the amount of times that women have been like, you should put on a bra, you're never going to be successful with your nipple showing. And I'm thinking, yeah, then tell me why I already have a seven figure business. Like, you know, it's, I find that when it's just the truth of who you are, you're just showing up as that. You're not, I'm not trying to be the naked coach. Like it's who I am. And so when it's the truth, it always lands. And for some people that's going to be really uncomfortable. And for, for others, they're going to be like, I want to ride this train with you. Totally. So I want to rewind for a minute. I want to know what got you into this work. Like, how did you become a coach? (laughs) I know how you became the naked coach, but you've been coaching long before you were the naked coach. So how did that happen for you? Yeah, I got into personal development at 17 years old. And so I was in and out of like in-person seminars at a very early age. Like I always knew I was going to be working with people. And so at 24 years old, I was working a nine to five and I I was miserable. I hated it. I'm like, this is not what I'm here to do. And so 
I decided that I was going to rent an office. I was paying, I think, $400 a month for this office. And it was like all the money I had left over after my nine to five paycheck went to this office. And I told myself, even if I'm just making enough to cover my rent, the experience will be worth it. And so after my nine to five at 24 years old, I started taking on clients. So they would come to me for energy work, channeled readings, past life regression. I had cancer patients that came to me for hypnosis and things like that because I went through a state licensed school here in Michigan. And what was always really interesting were my clients were so much older, right? Because I'm only, I was only 24 at the time. I'm now 35, but they always came back. And then my business kind of started growing, but you know, when you're charging 70 an hour, like that's not sustainable. That's not, you're not going to get, you know, and then what ended up happening was in 2016, I went through a very unexpected divorce and I couldn't cover my bills. I couldn't pay for my mortgage. I was devastated. And I had this moment of like realizing that this is a big issue for women that if they're in partnership with somebody and that partnership dissolves, they can't take care of themselves. And so for me, I was like, never again, am I going to be in this financial position? And so I got through that divorce. I healed myself and I decided to move my business online. What I really wanted to do was teach women about money, but I was still not making it and I was in debt. But what I could do was teach women how to actually heal and fast track the healing process from a divorce. And so I moved my business online. I found a coach. I hired him. He was $20,000. I put myself back in debt to hire him. And then I started getting clients. And I started working with them. And then organically, I started having women reach out to me and they're like, how are you doing this with your business? How are you getting clients? And I slowly started pivoting to business coaching because I love talking about money and I love helping women make it. And so that is how I naturally kind of just progressed into the business coaching aspect of things. Um, And it's just evolved from there. And then really, you know, the liberation of myself and really deciding how I want to run my business, like all of that tied into the naked coach, because, you know, there's a million ways that you can run an online business. But the question is, what's the aligned way for you and for your energetics? And most people aren't actually taking that into consideration. Yeah. People are definitely running the rat race. And I'm sure a lot of people who are going to watch this are taking all the free classes, trying to do what other people are doing. And if there is one thing that I've learned is that I'm not supposed to be doing what other people are doing. Like I'm supposed to be different. I'm supposed to stand out. And, you know, in the online world, it's a lot of little minions running around trying to do the same thing. So Mm -hmm. what about the psychic part? When did you realize that you were psychic and had these abilities and started doing that kind of work since I was like since I opened my eyes like since I was a young young child I was seeing things hearing things knowing things and I thought everybody was seeing the things that I was seeing I thought everybody knew what I knew and I realized that that was not the case like very early on and my parents always thought I was joking they're like oh it's her imaginary friend and then one day I think it was seven years old my mom came into my bedroom and what I didn't know at the time was that prior to my twin brother and I being born, my mom had a miscarriage and she and my father had named the baby Luke. Didn't know that at seven years old. So my mom comes in and she's folding laundry and she asks me who I'm talking to. And I'm like, oh, this is Luke. He's my brother. And I'm telling her the story. And that's when she was like, oh, I think she actually is being honest about the fact that she sees things. And so it kind of just evolved from there. And so very early on, like I got cards and I was reading things. And my mom was like taking me to psychics and they were telling her about me and my gifts and my abilities. And so this wasn't something that I woke up like later on in life. Like this has been a natural part of my life since I 
opened my eyes. Wow, that's amazing. My little guy is definitely like that. And so the last couple of months we've been exploring and I've been taking him to psychics to help him to develop his gifts. And somebody bought him his first tarot deck. And so the last couple of nights we've been playing with it. I've been teaching him how to use them. And the me- like the messages that are coming through for me, I am like freaking mind blown, right? Because I've owned tarot for like years and years, but I don't think I actually ever read directions on how to actually actually use them. And so going, I'm so grateful that he's going through this process because I feel like it's like a whole new awakening for me and being able to guide him and not making it weird. And, and I, I see that he's being swayed. Like he comes home, thank God he tells me everything. So he comes home and he tells me what all his little friends are saying. And, you know, the people that don't like the psychic thing, the people in his world who are religious and don't think that he should be going down that route. So it's a really beautiful thing when you're able to be able to separate yourself from the norm. And it's really important for your children because is we all come here with psychic gifts, which is what people don't really understand is that yeah. every one of us are psychic, just like you thought that it's just most people are not connected to their psychic abilities. And it doesn't come until much later in life when, you know, like even me, I'm 43 years old, and I know that I have these abilities. And I know that a psychic told me many years ago that my first son was going to turn to me because I had the same gift that he had. And here I'm still just like opening myself up to this whole world because I spent a lot of time being blocked trying to fit into the boxes that I didn't fit into yeah it's there's a lot of it's like this is why I don't like using the word psychic gifts and I don't even feel like psychic can even encompass like the expression of my channel and the portal really that that comes through me but everybody has it so when we say gift it's almost like you have something that I don't and I tell people that's not the case but some of us are born more open than others that doesn't mean you can't develop it some people never develop it in their lifetime but it's like the light switch is always there like you have the opportunity at any given time to turn it on that's what I tell people. Well, you have to develop it just like if you want to get a stronger muscle, like, yeah, you have to work it. You have to develop it. But everyone has the ability to do that if they want to. Yeah. And it's super helpful in this life to have that intuitive connection because otherwise we're trying to get outside sources to tell us what we're supposed to do. And that never works. Right. I always tell people to quiet the outside noise because other people will lead you in the wrong direction because they just don't understand the path that you're here to live. Yeah. So if somebody wants to work with you, how would they go about doing that? Just reach out, email me, send me a DM. Yeah. There's different ways. So like I have, I brought my readings back when I first like moved into business coaching, I started offering like readings, right? Like a one-time psychic reading. And then it just didn't make sense anymore. But I have such a request for that, that I have brought those back. It's just not something that people can do multiple times. So if you do a one-time reading, great. And if you want anything outside of that long-term or in like a close proximity, it's one-on-one mentorship. But I do, I have brought those back for people just because people want it. And you do group work, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I have a rolling mastermind BDSM, which stands for business development and social media. So that is a, um, yeah, that's a group mentorship program. And then I run retreats. We're going to Ireland this year. I'm going to Nashville next month. Yeah. I have so much travel coming up this year. I'm excited. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah. So just so people know, 
you've been through a divorce. You've also, because I know you personally, you've been through a lot in your life. You've dealt yeah. with a lot of trauma and drama. And so I want to talk a little bit about duality, right? Because like sure. somebody watching this can have the impression, well, look at this woman. She's making a million dollars and she gets to bathe in the middle of the day with her red lipstick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like almost like an illusion, right? But this is the life that you've chosen to live. But there's somebody who's living through a divorce right now, that's living through some kind of grief right now, that's living through something really hard, who will probably have a hard time watching this because they're like, well, look at these two. They have it so good. But like, what kind of advice can you give to somebody who's really living through Yeah. Listen, people might hear this or look at me and think something, but let me say this. I got to bed at three in the morning last night. The cops had to drive me home. It was a unexpected evening (laughs) with a fuck ton of duality, which by the way, I did make, I had like women enrolling in my upcoming program while I was like dealing with this thing I was dealing with, which is almost too long to get into here. So I will speak of that another time. Just, but yeah, my point is like, there was a lot of duality yesterday, cop car, making money, what the fuck moments. And then waking up and going, okay, I really didn't sleep. Last night was insane. I don't really know how I feel right now. What do I want to do? I've got clients this afternoon. I have an interview. What do I want to do? And I wanted to be present for this. So it's like, here's the thing inside of duality, you have a choice. And so I'm, I will say like, I'm really skilled at this because I've practiced this for many years. I have the ability to self-regulate because I, I do it for me. I would rather take a bath before coming on this call than curl my hair and find an outfit and do all these things because the energetics that I'm showing up in for this call matter to me more. It's like, I said this in my story, success from the inside out. And so what do you do when you're going through something? First, you have to realize that you have a choice. The way in which you feel, you can shift like that. That's going to take something, but you can do that. And so I spent a lot lot of time practicing how to do that. But I think what people often forget is that when they're moving through something, the idea is to actually move, not get stuck. And the, the way that we tend to get stuck is we focus on the things that are going quote unquote wrong versus why might this be happening? Is there an opportunity for expansion inside of this? How did I attract this into my field? It's like there has to be a certain level of personal responsibility and leadership if you want to actually create the kind of results as an experience in your life versus just watching everyone else do it. You have to get on the fucking field and play the game. You can't just keep watching from the stands. Yeah. And it's messy. It's messy. Like, you know, business is messy. This is not, this isn't like, oh, I take baths all day and like my shit doesn't stink. Like, no, sometimes like shit fucking stinks. Like for real, you know what I mean? Like duality. That's why I've been the bath multiple times a day. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, and I own that. So, you know, and that's a big thing too. It's like, if you don't take get like take the time to get to know someone's story, it's just so surface level. It's so surface level, but there's always depth. And I find too, like people that are easily triggered don't know who they are. Cause if you know who you are and you're creating momentum in your life and in your business from the truth of who you are, There's nothing that anyone can do or say that's going to sway you from that. 
And most people don't know who they are. And most people don't know where they're going. And that's why people are so triggered. And when you see a Kyra or a Shulamita showing up online, all of us, you know, it's because we've done this inner work for a really long time. So you've been doing it since you were 17. I've been doing this inner work since I was 23. So I'm 20 years into this. And so it doesn't happen overnight. And the problems that happen, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, if they were to happen again now, I would deal with them in a very different way than I would have then because of the self-regulation. I think that that is a huge thing. What, what's your design, by the way, for human design? Um, I'm a manifesting generator one for Okay. So, you know, for me, I'm an emotional projector. So recently I found out that not only am I an emotional projector, which means I have big emotions, but I also have these different waves of emotions that happen the same time. And when the the teacher was teaching us about this, she's like, people who have all of these emotions usually are under medical care. And I'm like, perfect. (laughs) Interesting. Right. But the the thing is, is that I don't need to be under medical care because I'm learning about all of these things. I'm learning about how I operate as a human being. And the more I learn about how I operate and I can normalize like, oh, this is normal. It's normal that I'm going through this wave of emotion. It's normal that I'm feeling all the feelings. It's normal that I want to go sit in the bathtub at 11 o'clock, two o'clock and eight o'clock tonight, you know, and this is how I'm able where before it was like a very different scenario where I would fight, get angry, scream, yell, perpetuate the whole situation for days, weeks, months, right? I know somebody here is watching this or listening to this and you've been living through some kind of a revenge cycle or you're mad at somebody and it's been going on for months and months and just know that you're the only person you're hurting is yourself. Well, yeah. And that's a loophole, right? Like that's like the hamster wheel that you never get off of. Yeah. And it's all about that self-regulation. Like emotional intelligence is one of the greatest gifts that I ever gave myself. And I really didn't understand. I actually had uh, an old colleague reach out to me today and he's like, since when did you, do you look like you belong in Hollywood or something? It was like such a nice compliment because we used that. together when I was 23 and we used to, I used to sell franchises and he ran the franchise that I sold. And I had a really hard time because I was the one that was bringing in all the sales, but all of the people at the top would get bonuses based on my sales. So mm. I had like this ego thing yeah. happening And he had pointed out this ego thing to me. And, you know, back then I was like offended by it. Right. But at the same time, I was learning Kabbalah and Kabbalah talks a lot about ego. And so today I I was able to say to him, remember that ego thing that, that you pointed my attention to, I've learned how to control it and use it to my benefit now. Amazing which has allowed for me to do the inner healing, which has then outwardly shifted my entire being. And that's what people don't understand. Like a lot of times people will look at me and they're like, well, you're so beautiful and you have this beautiful hair. And, you know, like they just look at this outward appearance and I'm like, okay, but if I was to show you pictures of me 
10 years ago, I literally looked like I was 20 years older than I am now. I had short, short hair. Like it's this inner healing brings out this outer beauty. So wherever you are, it's, it's one of my favorite things about the women that I work with throughout the years is seeing them shine now. Like you yeah. literally shine when you start to do this inner work and you can self-regulate and you build your emotional intelligence and you're able to let things go. It's magical. Yeah. And especially like if you're a coach, you have to be the embodiment of your work. I could never sit here and be like, oh, I'm standing for liberation if I wasn't liberated. Right. And there's sometimes initiations to get there and those can be challenging, but this is the work that there is to do. And that's really the muscle that there is to stretch. It definitely is a muscle. It's, it's uh, if you're watching this and, and you're not in a good place, or if you're in a good place, wherever you are, just know, like if you keep working at it and working at it and working at it, eventually it's going to get to be easier, right? It's never easy. I, I never, even like as wonderful as my life is and as happy as my life is, it's never easy. There's always something that's going to come at you, which is why we're still living right yeah. it's like the whole point of being alive yeah i agree well, this was amazing kyra how do we find you on social media um so you can go to my instagram which is kyra casey you can go to my website which is kyracasey.com and same with my facebook amazing for those of you that listen week in and week out thank you so much i'm so grateful for you there's a new show that drops every wednesday and friday if you are listening to this on your favorite podcast station you can also watch it on youtube at 50 shades of shilamita if you're catching us on youtube you can listen to it on 50 shades of shilamita you can also find me on the internet. My website is www.shilamita.com. It's S-H-I-L-A-M-I-D-A. I am on Instagram as 50 Shades of Shilamita and goddess underscore of underscore gratitude. I'm also on Facebook and Pinterest. And I love you guys. And I love showing up for you. And I love having these conversations. And I love to hear your comments. So definitely drop a comment below. Hit the like button. Share this with a friend that could use it and I will see you around soon. Thank you so much, Kyra, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Talk soon. Bye, everybody.